from the advertising media capital of the world, New Milford, Connecticut, wherever that is. This is Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast about all things automotive marketing. Now, here's your host, Matt Wilson. Oh, yes. Hello. Welcome. Another edition of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. When I named the podcast, I said a bi-weekly-ish podcast because I know me and I know that I wasn't going to do this every week. I want to do it every week. I'd have the best intentions to do it, but I just know that I wouldn't do it. I used to host a talk show on the radio, and it was on every week, and uh, every week is a little much to try and find something to talk about for you know two hours, three hours, four hours. And even with the podcast, these have been running about a half hour. Uh, so I just knew I wasn't going to do it every week. But uh, we're trying to make sure the consistency is better, starting with uh, this week's podcast. I've been trying to listen to more podcasts recently because of – actually, I'm not really a huge podcast listener, but I found one the other day. And I'm not going to say the name of it because it's mean, but it's in the automotive industry realm. And they started recording it, but they didn't like edit out the beginning. So the host calls the guest and he's like, hey, man, you ready? Yeah, dude. Cool. Thanks for having me on. Okay, cool. It's going to be cool. All right, let's record. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh, hold on. Let me start again. I'm like, they didn't edit it out. That was the whole part of the podcast. And that drives me nuts, which is why I wanted to do this podcast like in an actual studio and make it sound professional, uh, like maybe a radio show would sound like. And that's what you're going to get with Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. This topic this week is very specific. A lot of the topics have been kind of broad. Uh, This topic is a very specific topic. We're going to be talking about chat in particular on dealer websites. And the question is, is chat dead? And the reason I came up with this topic is I was reading an article about uh, that I saw in, um, I can't remember where I saw, but the title of the article was chat is dead. And I thought, let's talk to that guy. And his name is Ray Reggie. He's a nationally recognized digital expert. And he wrote an article that uh, basically said, chat is dead so let's get ray here on the podcast good morning ray how you doing good morning matt thanks thanks for having me here yeah man thanks for taking the time i know you're based out of uh louisiana i know you've been in the automotive business for uh, quite a long time in case the chance that uh, a listener is not uh, familiar with you uh and we'll talk about your credentials and everything just a little bit and, and uh but i've read your stuff and uh you obviously are a uh, recognized digital expert because you know what you're talking about and i could tell just from reading some of your articles and uh, that's why i wanted to talk to you but let's get right to it man is chat dead on dealers websites do they need it anymore <laughs> No, you don't need it. It's absolutely dead. It's dead. Uh, it had a, it served a purpose at one time, and then it became an issue uh, because dealers just couldn't get the responses. But our whole cycle has changed. And I'll just we'll start with this, Matt. How, you take a look at your at your cellular phone and tell. And you don't have to do this, but the average person needs to look at how many unopened emails they have versus how many unopened texts they have. When we text someone, we expect a more immediate answer. Right. If I'm going to email you, I know you'll get back to me, but not right away. Chat's the same way. You chat, you're not sure if they're there, you're not sure if they're going to respond. And text, you expect an immediate answer. You want to see exactly that information now. And we live in an information now society. And that's what happens. People want their information. So everyone, practically everyone, has textability on their phone so they can, A, be mobile first. Chat 
has several negatives, and if you want to go into them, we can go into it now. Yeah, let's do it. So the first is the location of chat on uh, – we, we build every website these days, and our marketing is all mobile first. Mm-hmm. We want to start at mobile because 70-plus percent is handled from mobile. People are coming from their mobile device, their smartphone, some tablet, but mostly smartphone. So chat takes up a big portion of the screen, so we're against that. We like just regular text. And the real, I'll just give you the, the real deepest answer right away, is, as we all know, I've been doing this car business good for 35 years. The key in it is to get the phone number. To get, If I could just get the prospect's phone number. Well, they're going to text you. Obviously, they can put a texting program and mask their number. 99% of the people don't do that. They hit text. It comes from their normal iPhone or Android, and it texts. We now have their phone number. We can send video. We can send pictures. It's a better communication. What we were finding on chat, and I took a little heat on the uh, the article from chat providers, but we had yeah, some I good Im- discussions about it. I can imagine Gubbagoo wasn't a big fan. Exactly. They were not. <laughs> and, and the problem is, yes, I, I heard from several of them. Um, and the, the problem is with chat is you don't have to give your real information. You can put a fake number. And then we started using outsourced companies. Oh, well, we're going to manage your chat for you. So all they had, they didn't know anything about the dealership. All they knew about was a website. Right. Do you have this particular car? One moment, please. What is your name? What is your email? What is your best phone number? They were trying to convert chat into a prospect, into a lead. When in fact, it doesn't need to be a form-filled lead. It needs to be an information source. That devo- that part of the road to a sale. When we started, when I started selling cars, you no, know, long time ago, we did a ten-step road to a sale. It was successful meeting and greeting. Shake their hand. Well, that shaking of your hand now takes part digitally. That wait, that welcome and introduction starts via email, via text, via sometimes telephone. So it's important that we start the text com- communication more than a chat because chat just uh, regurgitates some of the information and customers and prospects can just hide behind it. Some of them, if they do it from their desktop, they leave their desktop. You've lost communication. If they do it from their mobile device, it's very cumbersome because it's blocking the entire screen. You've got this big chat log. Mm -hmm. Text allows you to go to your text messages, the same ones you send all day long, and have a thread of text message. So the conversion that we've seen as far as text messaging is significantly higher. Now, we don't, we, we, I'll show you and we'll get into how we do it, but it's significantly higher because we have the, the prospect or the customer's real phone number and all of the text messaging is in one area. It's not covering the screen like chat is. You know, uh, one of the things that what I was the marketing director for my previous dealer group what, that we discussed about with chat was, do you think that, you know, if you're collecting a customer's information via chat, are you basically preempting 
a customer who was maybe willing to fill out a form once they were on a VDP or something? Like, are you just trading where you're collecting the customer's lead information? An excellent question, and I think yes. So what happens in the, we'll just digress just a second mm-hmm. here. We're looking at auto websites in general. The credit people say, get pre-approved, click over here. The trade people say, hey, value your trade, click over here. You know, research shows less CTAs, less call to actions, higher conversion. Mm-hmm. We, so we think, oh, I'm going to go fishing. I'm going to put 15 lures on there and I'm going to catch something. Well, okay. The problem with that is the person that would have given you the information that was really wanting to know more about your, your newer pre-owned vehicle that would have given you a form fill or would have clicked to call and talk to you, they saw, find out how much your trade's worth. They hadn't even gotten there yet. Or find out if you're pre-approved. Or let's chat. Let's talk. Let's chat some more. Well, the real answer is we'd like them to, talk, to speak to us. Our closing rate and some of the numbers you've seen are as high as 82% of the customer surveyed say they bought a vehicle from the first person they spoke with. Wow. Now, speaking is a big word. Sometimes it's chatting. Sometimes it's texting. But typically, it's they made legitimate contact with. So it's, it's definitely you want to get to that. But I think you're correct in saying when we put these other call to actions, these CTA buttons, we're, we're diluting our conversion by giving them other, other options. And also, it's important to know, when consumers, me included, get confused, you do nothing. Wow, it's just overwhelming. It's too many things. Uh, push here for the rebate. Push here for my credit. Push here for, for, for chat. Push here for too much overload, and you typically just say, I'm going to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Exactly. Too many choices equals like, ah, forget it kind of thing. I'm talking with uh, Ray Reggie, nationally recognized digital expert here on Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson, a bi-weekly-ish podcast. Ray, can you let me read a commercial here? Because i got to pay the bills. Absolutely. All right, listen, this is a commercial. I'm just going to come out and say it. Hashtag ad. And it's about Big Dot Lighting, industrial and commercial LED lighting conversion experts. Now, here's what Big Dot Lighting does. They count lights. That's like their major focus. They get a kick out of figuring out how much money you can save by switching to energy efficient LED lighting. And obviously, they do car dealerships, which is why they're uh, advertising here, because this is uh, for people who are usually working at a car dealership or for a group. They also do hospitals, industrial buildings, colleges, universities, and churches. They are based in the Nashville, Tennessee area. Area. However, they can travel anywhere. They have experts all across the country. You can save on cooling your business. It's a healthier light, better quality of light, less breakage, and you can cut costs on your maintenance budget. And everybody knows one of automotive dealers' favorite things to do is cut costs, right? Zero, <laughs> zero money out of pocket and less maintenance. Uh, they're in Nashville, Tennessee, and Greenville, North Carolina, but you can work with them wherever you are. Here's what you do. You get started. You reach out. They do an energy audit. Come up with a solution. They install it. They've got a great warranty program, Big Dot Lighting. Check them out if you're thinking about upgrading your lot to LED lights, big.lighting.com. That's big.lighting.com. All right, back at it, talking about chat with Ray Reggie here on Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. All right, so I... I uh, 
text is for sure, right? People, and you're completely right. I'm thinking of going back to what you said originally. I have probably now across multiple email addresses, including my work email and you know a personal email and a professional email that you and I have been using to communicate about this podcast. I have lots of unread messages, but I have zero unread text messages because I'll even read them during the podcast recording because I can't let it go unread. It's like an addiction, right? So that's how you want to communicate with customers. It, it absolutely. And it's the power of, of the cell phone. It's the power of that handheld device that you're carrying with you. So if you start a chat, remember, a lot of these start either on a phone, tablet, or desktop, and you start chatting. The next thing, it goes away eventually because you finish or you get uh, disconnected. And then if you want to reconnect with them, it, you've got to re-engage again. You've either got to hit the chat button. Maybe you, you start over. There's no thread that shows you where you were before. So there's nothing. The, the advantage of text, again, is if I decide the next day to pick up that conversation with the dealership or if the dealership decides to keep, pick up that conversation with the prospect, the thread is still there. So we have all that, as we all know, the thread of our text messages. You can say, hey, I sent that to you last week. What right. do we do? We switch down. Oh, yeah, I got it right here. Thanks. appreciate it. It's just a form of communication that we've been doing uh, now for, you know, the car business, we've moved over, ch killed the chat everywhere I can kill it and added text. But when did you receive your first text message? I know I received mine in Hurricane Katrina in 2005. I didn't even know what an SMS text was on my phone. I had one and I didn't know what it was. And we were doing some rescuing and I looked and said, what is this? How do you even respond to this? Right. First time ever. So now we've, we've had that now for almost 15 years, 14 plus years. And it is an accepted communication across uh, all uh, age demographics. Now, we can subsell this and we can, we can break it down into millennials and then the numbers go off the chart. If you have a millennial uh, uh, son or daughter, as, as we have, you tell them, hey, call someone and you say, did you get the answer? And they say, oh, I text them. Uh, I'm waiting for them to respond or I emailed them. So they've texted them already. So they want to communicate by text. Consumers like it. And again, we can't underestimate the power of getting the phone number because now you can send either a video personalized message to them. And I realize you can do that over chat, but it's just a little harder. And it, it goes away when the chat goes away. It's the pre preserving of the information that is so great. And we uh, in the car dealership tie it into our CRM which is really nice. And uh, we, we have different chat numbers for different departments. So we don't just set up a cell phone at the dealership. We use a text platform. We, this is not a plug, but we use CallSource. And we like it because it comes from our Google My Business mobile. It comes from our website. It comes from other sources. And, we, and it's the same phone number that we say call us or text us on. So if you ask, hey, I'd like to find out how much it is for an oil change, our BDC or Internet departments can just forward it to the service department and they can respond directly from their phone or from their desktop parts. I'd like to know if you've got such and such parts available. We're seeing a huge increase now in the fixed operations service departments when customers are at work. They want to text the status, and we're now texting them saying, hey, you need X, Y, and Z on your vehicle. 
uh, do you want us to go ahead and do it? It'll cost this. And they go, they respond back yes or no. And the great piece, we can send them a picture via text and we can show them that this is worn or broken and why it should be changed. And we have a, a thread of it. We have a complete history of it that goes into the CRM or goes into saving and they have it on their phone. So when they pick up their car that evening, they have all what has been done and they know what it's going to cost. Are you familiar with uh, the retired NASCAR driver, Mark Martin? I know the name. Okay. So I used to uh, have a NASCAR talk show and I was uh, interviewing Mark Martin, who used to drive the number six car for Rick Hendrick Motorsports. And he, he had just re-signed a contract. This is probably going back like, I don't know, eight years maybe. And he was saying in the discussion that him and Mr. Hendrick, who we all know in the automotive industry, sure. uh, negotiated most of the contract via text message. And at the time, Mark Martin was, I think, in his late 40s, early 50s maybe. I thought, wow, for a guy in that age group to be communicating with another guy who was probably in the late 50s, early 60s at that point via text to – uh, you know, work out the details of a multi-million dollar contract, I thought was kind of a turning point in like, wow, text is acceptable for business. I text dealers. I work, I mean, I work in an agency. I text dealers all the time because they prefer to be reached that way. And you've got to reach your customers the way they prefer to be reached. Sure, a general manager or a BDC manager would love every person to call them up and get them on the phone and say, yeah, I'll be right there tomorrow and I'm going to buy a car. But that's not the reality of the situation. The reality of the situation is you've got to reach people the way that they want to be reached. You're exactly correct. And, and you're also getting real information. Yeah. We have to also look at the fake information behind chat. If you they start asking all these questions, well, who am I speaking with? Who who's this? And especially if you outsource it to a to a third party to handle your chat, they give fake information. They yes. just say, you know, make a fake name up and they don't want to be hassled. Just like when you go to the store these days, can I get your your um your email address? I'm just, you know, I'm kind of over it. Uh, yeah. yeah, just I want to buy the product and leave. Thanks. Yeah. Or people have multiple email addresses, shopping ones. But on text I think it's the responsiveness. It's the faster response. So if I send you an email today, Matt, and mm -hmm. you, I know it's going to take a few minutes and you're going to get right back to me. But if I sent you a text, if we, if we text right now while we're on the phone, I could say, hey, can, is it, you know, whatever. How many conference calls are you on <clears throat> and go-to meetings that you're on that people are texting each other throughout all day long? Oh, yeah. They're saying, hey. Can you flip the controls to me so I can say this? Oh, I've got some better information. Let me add that. We're all on these meeting calls all day long. So text is where we need to go. You take combine text with click to call, <clears throat> where you can now click directly. <clears throat> the power there is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I think that you have to realize it's just you're, you're getting the information. And again, it's the same phone number, so it stays together right where it is. Yeah, I completely agree with you. What um, you got anything you want to plug while I got you on the phone here? No, I just think that in in, in this, you know, I, I don't know. I know you've got an audience every that, that that's across the country. We're seeing spots. You know, August was 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 a great month. We're seeing September at some stores was great. Some was challenging. You know, it's using technology. It's using technology to go further faster. What do what is 
what is native, what is comfortable to the to the customer. And a lot of customers are they they want to have a record between what I spoke with with the dealership. They want to have that information. We like as the dealer to have the same information because if we switch salespeople or BDC agents or whatever, then we have a follow up. We know exactly what happened. So I would urge customers that are or dealers to, that that to, to install chat. Make sure I mean to, to get rid of chat. <laughs> install. Yeah, install text. Text is extremely easy. We all know how to use it and integrate it with your CRM, whatever it is. So you have that record, you have that information. But if you but don't do it. And here's the here's the but. Don't do it because if you're not gonna be responsive and answer, people get more frustrated. Yes. You know, we can have after-hours messages on text say, hey, we're closed right now. We open at 9 o'clock or whatever it is. But you have to be responsive. And if you're, if you're not committed to responding to the consumer who wants immediate answers, immediate gratification, immediate information, if you're not prepared to do that, don't put texting. But if you want to communicate in a manner that's there, do it. Use the same textable numbers, phone number or text, in your Google Ads. So when you have the text extension, Google now has it. Not a plug for Google here, but it is. It's You can say, hey, you know, uh, our vehicles are on sale for three days left, and, it, uh, you know, whatever, they're $149 a month. Call or text here. Consumers are just clicking their mobile phone and texting. It's giving them another way to find out more about it to find more information. So you can incorporate those text numbers, those textable numbers. Uh, and like, as I said before, we have a call source platform that does all of our phone calls and our texting. We take that same information and you can now text us from the Google ad. From that ad gives you right into it and lets you know exactly um, the details or get you more information. And I think the win is, I'll, I'll, is getting the phone number mm-hmm. you know back in the single days it was always if i could get that girl's phone number. <laughs> in, the, yeah. in, the, in the car sales business it's if i could just get that guy's phone number get that lady's phone number you're gonna get it on text yeah 99 percent of the time it's be a legitimate phone number and don't abuse it they're texting you so you've got the right to text back but text them and give them the accurate information and watch your closing rates go up. Watch your conversions go up. You will have less form fills in your, in your, in your analytics. You're going to get people, less people giving you their name, address, and phone number on your website. Don't worry. You're picking that same people up and more by texting, right. and then you've got a, an ability to communicate with them right then. Is there any legality things that dealers need to be thinking about? Well... You know the whole TCPA, the Telephone Communications Protection Act, is 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 says, hey, let's don't you if if, if dealers want to send these these ringless voicemails and these text messages a part of their marketing campaign, they've got a serious problem, and I really really suggest they they evaluate that. Now a lot of dealers now are in the signing up process if it's in the finance office, business office, or having you sign a disclaimer. But if you started getting those disclaimers saying we can text you offers and, and, and information, you still would take years to fill up your database. 
And the problem with that is if you change phone numbers and you text the wrong person, there's a real issue out there. Right. So that was a hot button this year, just like the ADA issue. The website's not uh, uh, compliant and with the Americans with Disabilities Act. That's also a, a real big one, and you and I can do another podcast on that yeah. because that's a real, real important issue that dealers are now getting uh, severely fined and, and costing. But – yeah, if the customer, the, the law they tell me, and I'm not practicing law here, but they tell me as long as the consumer is initiated and text you, you're, you're good to go and responding. No problem. Yeah. So they've initiated, they've given their phone number, and their first effort is they, they came to you. So you don't have to reach out and say, is it okay if we text with you like you do from a CRM? Because they've already initiated that. That's a, that's a given. So when they ask by text for the information, you've got the right. Uh, to go ahead and give that information back to them. And they've already acknowledged that's the preferred method because that's the method they use. So we just need to be responsive uh, and without any delay and get that information to them as, as quick as we possibly can. How can people uh, learn more about your thoughts on this or read about it or ask you questions? Like, How can people uh, get in touch with you if necessary? Sure. Uh, my personal website is rreggie, dot com, or you can just email me at rayreggie at gmail.com. Uh, I love to talk about it. Uh, I'm, I'm passionate about what, I've, what I do. I love digital. I like the car business. Been doing it for a long time. If I can give any advice, I'm not really looking for business. So if I can help someone and, and do it, I'd be happy to do it and, uh, and watch the success together and see how it works out. Awesome. Ray, I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on. And uh, hopefully we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. Right. And thank you very much for having me on. I agree with what Ray's saying. I'm sure that Constant Contact and, uh, and Gubbagoo are not. <laughs> they don't agree with what he said. Should I have a rebuttal podcast? Should I have a podcast with a guy from Gubbagoo on and uh, see what he has to say about this whole thing? This is not a debate show, but... I mean, there's two sides to to uh, to the thought process on all these things. I used Gubbagoo at my stores, but I agree with what Ray's saying too. Interesting stuff. I know that my experience with chat is usually support driven. Like I want to chat with AT&T or Spectrum. I don't want to make a phone call. I don't want to sit on hold. I don't want to go through the prompts. I don't want to do it while I'm doing something else, while I'm working or while I'm, you know, whatever I'm doing. I want to do it as a second activity. But the problem that I have is, but, you know, it takes a while. You, you chat with them. They respond. They ask a question. You get back to them. Then you get a phone call. Or you flip to another browser tab, and you're doing something else, and you totally forget about it. You go, oh, shoot. I forgot about it. So then you flip back to it 15 minutes later, and they're gone. They have asked you, are you still with us, Mr. Wilson? Mr. Wilson, can I help you? This, must have, this case must be resolved. I'm closing this chat. You're like, no. So maybe you should just pick up the phone and call them anyway and got it taken care of. I don't know, but I'm not chatting. I agree with Ray. All right. Hey, thank you for joining another edition of Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson. I encourage you to listen and subscribe. If this is the first one you've heard and you want to go back and listen to the other nine that I've done, feel free. You can listen on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, I believe. We're also on there. Find it anywhere. Listen, subscribe, and I appreciate the support. And another podcast coming up in two weeks-ish. 
Mostly Automotive Marketing with Matt Wilson is brought to you by... Wait, this guy has sponsors? Oh, never mind. This sheet of paper's blank. No sponsors. That makes more sense. For updates, info, future episodes, and more, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, and connect on Frackle. You guys made that last one up. That's not even a thing, Frackle. Come on.